0: three
1: two and one year. Year. throw a year in this Tully you <laughs> <Year.
2: laughs> what's cracking everybody welcome to the Marlani talk show we have a special guest on today I'll allow uh, her and the line to do the intro oh. for her because they uh, they have a closer relationship' uh.
1: Not 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 that close. Not that close. Well, not well not, not, that. not that
2: close. <laughs> not like that. Not like that. Not like
1: that. We, oh man, this is uh, this is an exciting one for me because we have one of my best friends from back in the day, and especially within the within the Les Mills game, the fitness game, Miss Susan Tolly slash <laughs> Renata. You. <laughs> well, what do you do? You, do you use both? what's the. What's
3: so I changed my name when I got married, and I think I just keep the. To- I'm definitely legally Susan Renata, but I threw the Tolly in there on my um, Facebook or social bullshit, and um, just so people could find me, so they knew who I was.
1: Yeah, because yeah, I see you pop up in, under different different names. It's like yeah, it's like when because my my names are all different when I went through school. I don't know, oh. it's because my dad's bit strange and he would, right. he, my birth birth name is like, triple barreled. Mala'e fa'o is my official. Mala'e oh. You're, that's bloody good bro. Yeah,
3: you're. I just you're can't
1: an, say Wanaka. You're a, you're a, you're a <laughs> linguist.
3: Wanaka? Oh, <laughs> Marlon. I think you've even been to
1: the Wanaka. Yeah, so he was. Bro. He was doing bicep kills on a boulder <laughs> up in the mountains. <laughs> Enjoying
2: them fresh picked berries, the hand yeah, picked t- berries. T- teaching, teaching to the rabbits. Teaching, teaching to the fishes and the and the antelope in the mountains.
1: Yeah, yeah. So At least I was, he was I
3: wearing clothes.
1: I thought about oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah. That was what I was thinking about when I was. I was gonna about jump naked doing doing in the glacier today.
2: lake, but they, but I couldn't because a helicopter came.
1: I was watching Seinfeld <laughs> last night <laughs> in the shrinkage, the shrinkage episode.
2: You <laughs> seen that one? <laughs> yeah. Hey, have <laughs> you seen that? You seen that Seinfeld special on uh, Netflix?
1: The new one. Yeah. The when new he one. goes back to stand up after the shows.
2: Uh, After uh, yeah, it's like it's that's like, like a Seinfeld 20 or something like that. He does an hour, it's really good. There's a couple on there, um, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: See, I've never, I don't know, but so because so I always call Susan Tolly, I always call you Tolly, right? Yeah, I don't think I ever called you Susan much, it was no. just Tolly. And so, when you got obviously, you got, mar- you got married to Mr. Steve Renata,
3: Stephen Mark
1: Renata. <laughs> 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 Steve, the what is he? the... He was famous for the for the for the quads, and he was famous for the million dollar smile, the quads and the, the smile. smile, the smile. Gotta love a good the pair smile. Of quads. The smile that sunk a thousand ships. <laughs> 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 so when you we, when you became Renata, we, I don't think did we did we that was after we would do, we'd done all our work together, right? Most of our stuff together. It was after. So it
3: was after.
1: So yep. I never really... But then, yeah, you, you've know, you got to respect who people are, uh, what their names are, you know, just like Muhammad Ali changed his name from Cassius Clay. True, true, true. true. What's, What's my name? What's my name? What's my name? Your mama call you Clay, I'll call you Clay. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, We've already digressed quite hard. So um, I just want to make sure I'm so addressing adre- d- my old mate we in, the, that. With, in the right way. So, yeah. man, Susan, tell us... About you and your – so we're, we're going to roll into a little bit of talk about instructing and fitness and pr- and life and everything that we usually talk about. So give us your, your brief bio, even though there's the, – that you could you, – it would take a while to put it – to give all your accolades out.
3: Yeah, well, there's too many of them to name by names. Um, <laughs>
1: So you are now, tell us what you're doing now, and then we can move kind of move back, probably move, okay. move back a bit.
3: Yeah, so I um, am currently working as the group fitness manager at the one and the only uh, 186 Victoria Street, year. aka Les Mills, Auckland City. The,
1: the, me- the mecca.
2: Vic Street, you're...
3: That's the one. I um, have never been a group fitness manager before, so... Hairy, big kahuna susan that you decide to be a group fitness manager at the most epic uh group fitness studio castle in oh, the universe well, you're more than quali- um,
1: you're more than qualified though it ain't it ain't nothing but a chicken wing to you
3: yeah yeah and lots of learning um it's obviously we're in a special time and place we are uh, closed our doors for eight weeks and we opened them up last Friday and I've been in the fitness industry for a very long time and I really am quite taken aback by what it is right now, what fitness is. It's um, in some ways I have spent the last wee while sort of gearing my instructors to make a, a shift in their teaching Mm-hmm. And to be less concerned about the the fundamentals and to really lean into connection because um you know people are apprehensive about coming back to the gym right. we've got more social media like everyone's a fucking at home p t online business whatever right. you know it's a new age of of you know our industry of group fitness yeah. um yeah, that's what I'm currently doing, and it's Friday night. And um, you know, reflecting back on the last seven days, it's almost like for teachers now, um, there's less pressure around the guidelines of teaching, and there's you know, color outside the lines a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. giving my guys permission to do that because mm-hmm. what what is gonna what is gonna create someone wanting to come to the gym as opposed to turning on. An online demand class which is mint perfect you know well executed you know it's personality and that's what we were doing 30 years ago
1: right yeah because we talked about when we did that uh, first one on les mills then and now yeah or now and then then and now whichever whichever way i can't it, remember uh, same difference i guess yeah tomato tomato
2: um yeah, uh, yeah, we to to give a little bit of oh well, I don't know if you've have have you listened to have you heard that less that last Les Mills one? Yeah. So, so for so for the unindoctrinated, um, take your ass back and listen to that the episode. The You're
1: fucking f- ignorant. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's taking you yeah. so long. Do, do, do your goddamn do goddamn homework. <laughs> <way. laughs> yeah. Learn your choreography. Listen to that shit. <laughs> um <laughs> we uh so we, we did a podcast that was because Alani and I are, we have a um it's a not i guess i guess not not unique but it's a a bit of a serendipity like kind of the likelihood of alani alani kind of going through what i go through now well you um, learn that word and that was uh, oh you browsed on the internet yesterday you hit the theosaurus? the thesaurus <laughs> the the the, th- the, th- the, the, d- the dinosaurus <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> um, and we 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 have the 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 cool dichotomy of alani did what i what i do now he did that in a in a different heyday and i can say uh alani and susan i've seen both of them on tape before i before i ever met them and it was just a it was a different time i would have loved to have been around then um just because they don't they don't make them like they used to if and i you know i obviously i'm in a you know i'm I, I, lo- I absolutely love the company I work for, and all my coworkers are, you know, amazing people. But it's just, it's just, it's just different. And one of the things that I guess, and I've always said, the advantage I had coming into this is I had no idea what I had no idea what it was supposed to look like. I just came in and started teaching like how I teach, and that just happened to be different than a lot of other people. But which is not which is n-
1: not necessarily a bad thing at all. No, not at all. Not, not getting influenced by any kind of bullshit
2: yeah and you realize when you're when you're in it how many people are they've they've kind of been sca- they've kind of been scared into conformity like they just yeah they, they 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 they're too afraid to do the wrong thing and so they feel like well if I do what these people did or if I kind of don't go too far like you said outside of the lines and I kind of work the middle of the pack then um then I'm that I'm guaranteed to do this or I'll be play it safe. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Playing it yeah. safe. Play the
1: play the play it by nu- the play the numbers. Yeah. Big but numbers when I game.
2: when I first started uh training body pump, the performance video I always showed was Susan uh teaching shoulder, I think it was blade. Maybe
3: operation blood. Everybody Yeah, that,
2: yeah, <laughs>
1: that, is, that one is. Is that because is Echo Susan developed the module and put it put it?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're, you're. Use this
1: shit. <laughs> hey, um, hey Susan, what do you think about putting uh this this performance piece from Alani and th- fuck
2: that, fuck that, fuck that
1: guy. There wasn't one. Yeah, that's my girl, that's my girl. So, so uh, give uh, people, <laughs> especially new instructors out there that wa- aren't, 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 aren't uh, up to speed with how big a deal Miss Susan Tully Renata is, you talked about that. I oh, were kind of in a similar place, but different generations, and and I was there for about five minutes, but whereas Susan was was there doing that shit for about how long were you doing videos for? It would have been a good half half dozen years, five six years. Were you? Probably.
3: We, I think I did my first video actually with Michelle Bridges. I was a last minute call up because the guy that had turned up from wherever McSweeney on the spot said, oh, he's fucking shit. Uh, he's on the video. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> get, get, that, get that pretty thing from the front row. Let's put her on. And, yep. um...
1: Yep. So it might I be think, more than that. It was maybe 10 years then.
3: How long I think did you... it's getting close.
2: Damn. Got a ways yeah. to go, boy. I've been in about two, three years, maybe give give or take. Two, th- three years and one month. Yeah, so I was, I was
1: in there maybe a couple. But, uh... It was such a a different time
3: time back then, and I'm so so happy that you're honouring this, Marlon, because you know it's look when you were selected for a DV at a certain time, the people that were in charge of coaching you were the program directors, and that was either a really amazing experience or it was a really traumatizing experience. Right. McSweeney sweeney was the mad dog he was athletic and he was super passionate about you doing it how he wanted it right so he came from that if you can't fucking feel it you can't coach it so we're going to do 10 classes in three days and you're going to fucking crumble on the floor so you finally understand how i want you to teach this program right and you know some of us blossomed from that experience. Some were, you know, probably never taught pump again. Um,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sink a swim.
3: You know, and then it kind of evolved. You know, we we got in, um, well, Les Mills International did, got in program coaches so that the program directors weren't carrying the responsibility of the delivery as well as nailing the program. Right. And so I think... It was a much better way for in a situation for when you came in, Marlon, is to have someone that was there, kind of out of Glenn's headspace, yeah, but able to focus their attention like a good coach does,
0: right? Absolutely on,
3: on your performance,
0: yeah.
3: Um, and then I think the turning point for um, DVDs, because I mean, I've I've thrown actually, I've actually physically thrown all mine away. It is so etched in my heart. In my memory, that I don't actually need a physical copy. Right. And, um, you know, when we shifted to a consumer video, yeah, the goal the goalposts changed. Right. Massively changed. Right. All of a sudden, it was about getting a product that was, yeah, palatable to people in their homes. Yep.
2: Direct to market.
3: Right. So when we were doing videos, it was just the instructors. So my little one liners that I would, you know, painfully try and come up with that would be something different than the last release, you know, the instructors appreciated that. Yeah. And they got to see more of who I was. However, I, I believe when you're going direct to customer, you know, there's that, it's not the same audience. So it's a different delivery.
2: Correct. I yeah. think it's uh the 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 biggest difference. Like when I when I watch the videos um, of y'all, when I watch videos from the fifties, sixties, seventies, like that's that's released fifty five, not nineteen fifties. Even though that's when Alani was teaching, you. even though it actually
3: <laughs> was
2: when we were teaching, <laughs> 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 black and white. <laughs> but well, I when when I watch those, even like eighties, nineties, a little bit. less of those but like those early ones they just they seem so much more intimate like so much more intimate and so much more personal and so much more intense um but you're absolutely right like i mean i'm not i'm not complaining at all like now we got we got seven cameras you know we got we got we, we got key grips and we got lighting we got audio and we got you know we got steve who does the lights and we got mike who does the music and we got you know this and we got production managers and and everybody's like on the floor, and you got the jib that's swinging down through the crowd, so nobody can stand right here, and it looks really good. But the experience, my favorite, yeah. my favorite part of coming over for filming is absolutely the classes in Studio One. Like just because yeah. that's that's where you still kind of get that 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 gritty, nasty kind of like rawness. And when I yeah. watch y'all teach, that's what you get. Like you you get the sass, and you get the attitude, and you get the one liners. You kind of get the you get the inside jokes, and you get those like those things that you know instructors would understand, and you know your peers will understand. But you're right when you're going direct to market, and you got tens of thou, you know, tens of thousands of people who I don't know what I, I've never done this before, but you got to make sure it's digestible for yeah. them, just as much as it has to be digestible for the absolutely new person, but then new and fresh enough for the instructor who's been teaching for 10-15 years so trying to so trying to speak to because if i was teaching just to instructors it'd be it wouldn't be that much different but it but but it'd be it'd be significant enough to where it it would be absolutely be two different products you know so it's it's trying to find that in the middle mixed with making sure it looks good and the aesthetics and okay well is this going to work for this and is this person going to be best here is this person going to be best there and yeah I just like when I y'all just look like y'all are having so much fun when y'all are on stage man like all of y'all like that that one we watched I don't know what it was but we were over here watching it one day and you were there Susan was there uh Thrax was on there and there was
3: oh yeah I think um, I just- back from
2: having grace 69 i think it was yeah 69 <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're,
3: you're.
2: <clears throat> my loins <laughs> but like that y'all look like y'all were having
1: yeah because that was that was i got a i got a call up to come back and do it and that That's was gonna fun. and it was that was after i do not want go into too much detail but it was it was it was kind of like i had a bit of a point to prove when i came and did that one and right. it was it was a com it was a com- combination of people that was really cool because we, had, we hadn't been together in that space for a while yeah and yeah. it was just it was just fun and it was just like let's do this let's make 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 a show out of this and uh and c- just going back to the, I, I see this is where i kind of I, str- I struggle a little bit with the fact that you that the home market straight the straight to uh, Straight to market, especially, like, and I always think in terms of body pump because I don't really give a shit about those other programs. But <laughs> <laughs> so I think about pump. Wait, and, what and is
3: other uh, programs <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it <was> like, yeah <laughs> what? Except for sorry, sorry, mate. Except for uh, tone and um, <laughs> combat. And, <laughs> and I love and combat, combat, of course, as well.
2: I love tone.
1: But Marlon's doing like Marlon is the tone, the tone master, and he's also <laughs> you're doing bar this time around too, right? You yeah. damn. <laughs>
3: Uh, your turn Now yeah.
1: keep that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you so open up p- your so hips. <laughs> <laughs> open those hips up, baby. you yeah. are closed. Still trap. Closed. So, so when I think about the product for a home t- for anybody for pump, it's the same product to me. Yeah. It's a, like it's like it's a, to me, it's teach teach from a, a, a real place. Teach strong. Yeah. And and represent. And and the class takes care of itself by the by the weights they put on the bar. True shit. That's the different I mean I under, understand something like maybe combat where you need to give a lot of options and variations but still uh. I, I still don't think you need to really teach from a a, a, a much different place yeah because what lands on people is their connection to you and yeah. the, the the style of your teaching
2: and I th- that's what I over the pa- like over the past few months like I've tried to uh make the classes you teach Monday, Tuesday, like Mon- like Monday through Friday, the same as the classes I do when I'm in New Zealand or the same as classes I do at an event. Because actually, you're right. Like when I teach combat, you, I don't really need to give people that many more layer ones and instructionals and profiles because people are watching. And if you have balance in
1: your te- teaching anyway. And yeah. you, you and, yeah. you, and you, and and you're able, and you, you, you put your personality on top of right. it, right? And a bit of, I don't know, I'm thinking rawness or, or, or the back in the day probably would have been called mongrel, right, Susan?
3: What's
1: yeah. that? <laughs> 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 she's, the, she's getting a wine. The the, <laughs> the, the, but you know the rawness and the and the mongrel that that people that kind of, and you know that wasn't, it, it was it was a it was specific. This is why I'm thinking in pump terms because you had to, you know, when you're lifting and you're and to Susan's point about you wanna be feeling how that workout should be, not yeah. just going through the motions and queuing a cueing a deadlift and counting in one, two, two, one. Yeah. So what are your thoughts, Susan? Yeah. What do you think about that whole whole yeah, I mean no,
3: I can see both sides, I guess. When I'm hearing you say that, and I'm thinking, okay, could they see it, What would be the difference between a then video and a now video, and how would it be appealing? I think to your point, Marlon, is is the production is just so massively different? Yeah, right. The set, the feel, the makeup, the yeah, the whole environment. You know, we we were teaching to real people; we were able right. to connect. Whereas, I think. I think we could we could float between the the what needed to be said and what could be spontaneous. Right. Whereas now it feels really structured. Like mm-hmm. I've got to say this point here because you know, there's a there's a there's a not a checklist because I don't feel like anybody teaches that, but there's a there's a safety buffer that has to happen. Yeah. Whereas if you think about it, you know, in the then. Sometimes with McSweeney, you were lucky if you got your choreography before the class. Right. (laughs) I kid you not. That's
1: changing up, up, changing up until the last day.
3: Changing, cutting songs in and out, and you know, just because he he would to the last minute find an even better song. Right. (laughs) But but then, why you were so different to that. IVing your um powerade and gatorade and whatever uppers you could find to survive the situation right. you know he'd come in and go oh by the way i've changed a song uh, two two three one couple of couple of super slows don't fuck it up
2: <laughs> two two three one couple of super slows <laughs> don't fuck it up and then,
1: before you walk out to film no, it's a two twos. It's there's three ones there's
3: singles and then Fucking there's a little break in the middle, shake it out, you know. And
1: you'd be <laughs> yeah. like. So, you know, that track you've got, yeah, the, the, just the, the verse would ch- change around the timing. So instead of two, 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 three, one, it's three, one, two, two. Okay, got it? Okay, let's go. <laughs> but so, I,
3: what, I, you saw, what you saw back then was probably a whole lot of really fucking nervous fun <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> in the back of your right, brain. And of course, Mac was the first one to do floor coaching before floor coaching was a thing. Right. So whenever you saw him do that,
1: you could guarantee that underneath he'd be like, "Not like fucking that! I told you to fucking do it like that." <laughs> uh, there'd be times he like on stage. On, uh, like, I, I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't because man, no, I didn't. T- I didn't actually teach with him. I
3: he don't never think. Did. No,
1: no. But these guys who did, they're teaching their track on, and it's getting, it's getting videoed. And he's in the back saying, "What the
2: fuck are you doing?" Oh my god! <laughs> hey, I mean
3: it was such a psychological unsafe place. Yeah, like, that's
2: a, <laughs> yeah, sounds we traumatic. Could, we
3: thought and safety has <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> But um, you know, if you could if you could survive that, and always, I mean, the one thing I learned from Mike was always coach the workout, right? Just Don't complicate it. Just coach the workout. Don't start talking about some fancy bullshit. Mm. It's weights, it's simple, and it's hard.
1: Right. Um, So so, at
3: every uh, level, come back to the workout, come back to the workout. But yeah, literally sometimes. um, So one of the skills I learned through that process was to be able to self-analyze my teaching while I'm teaching. Mm -hmm. So I could feel myself going off track and what he taught me, I've always still got his fucking voice in my ears. Why are you fucking killing my song?
0: <laughs> why are you fucking killing don't my song? Don't fucking
3: kill my song. i fucking, this is my fucking song. Don't make, don't me teach the rest of the track.
1: And he, he would, he would too. So right, you're not teaching that. Don't make me teach the rest of the track. <laughs> like, right, you'd uh,
0: like,
3: have a break, like, and backtrack, you'd put your bar down, you'd shake it, and he goes, I don't know what you fucking think you're doing. Uh. <laughs> you're gonna
1: lift it for the last time. I said, "Fucking lift it." <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, 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 that was one of the learnings I took away from Mac as well. What you were saying, it was just like the bit you need to have. <laughs> there has to be a purpose for everything you say. Right. So yeah. it, made, it just made you strip back all the fluff. Yeah. So it's like yeah. because because in the video sessions you would sit you would do you know your practice classes and stuff like that and you'd sit there and he'd have the fucking remote and you'd say something and he'd he'd push pause and look at you and go the fuck did that mean <laughs> 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 and you go oh well you know i'm trying to say that if you do this then fucking say that <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> play again oh shit what's coming oh, next oh that shit is nerve no bracket but that's what you
2: need
0: if
3: I man I is i a warm up track he always used to like to teach the warm up tracks, but if I if you ever got given a warm up track, it was like, Wow, okay, cool. And I used to like, I, I actually did carry a Theosaurus around with me because I didn't want to be seen as the same, you know. Like, if, if you if we're right. going to talk about something, so if we're going to talk about strength, what are 20 other words that I can tap into for right. the word strength, right? So I always I, and I would meticulously. Script an intro that, like, instructors at home be like, "Bitch, that was," some shit. <laughs> but he would um, classically, I'd start and I'd be, "Hey guys, welcome to Palm," and he'd push play.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: so no one ever got to, and he knew that I'd be working <sighs> on it as well because um, he'd hear me sort of like crafting it through <laughs> the week.
2: That shit would be I love that shit (laughs) Music starts God damn it So I used
3: to try And continue my welcome During the warm up track (laughs) You know It would be like Okay nice squats You get get your script out there It's gonna be an essence Of a program
1: Blah 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 Oh good Man I remember I remember sitting In a video session (laughs) And it was like It was It was uh, We'd gone over the film And the, the team Who were gonna present Still hadn't been decided So There was a couple of people That I think Basil wanted to have in there mm-hmm. oh go- and yeah. and he was going <laughs> off oh, okay yeah he was begrudgingly give him a sh- give him a shot and putting them up there video, and then we go mm-hmm. back and I remember i still this is this is back to that what the fuck does that mean it was like um this I'm not gonna I, I know who it is, but I'm not gonna say who it is, but she was teaching, and she she's a good teacher, she said like she in the squat track is going Okay, we're going from one to one hundred, da, 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 da. and stop. Pause. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> she goes, "Oh, well, you know, I'm going, going to singles, so I'm just tell them to go faster." Fucking say that. <laughs> 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 That's like I'm sitting there going, "Oh man, it's two turn And now." <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> and that uh,
2: instant feedback ain't no joke. But
1: it <laughs> was. I mean, I, I responded to that shit, and so did Susan totally love that stuff well i don't know if you loved it but uh. I, I responded to it because he's mcsweeney's way of coaching was how my old man coached me in sport growing up right it was like it was like what the fuck was that well he wouldn't swear but he and his far backs in he go what the you know what are you thinking when you uh do that so like, well i was thinking we'll do that <laughs>
2: Okay. (laughs) okay. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. Like some people, so like some people blossom, some people thrive, some people like rise to the occasion, some people don't. And the reason I wanted to talk about in the first place is because last earlier this week I was on uh I was doing Instagram live and I can't remember how we got on the can't remember how we got on the subject of like oh I remember uh, uh this uh woman who I I follow on Instagram um. She said she had said something about her classes, her online classes weren't getting great numbers. Um, and two of them had gotten canceled. And she was like, I was, I'm feeling like I'm a, I'm a bad instructor. And, you know, I, I, I just was kind of in my feelings about it. And I asked her, I said, Well, are you a bad instructor? And she said, Well, you know, I could be better at this, this, and this. And I was, and she was like, But, you know, ultimately, I think people, You know, just enjoy that. I have fun. And I was like, do you think people would enjoy your classes more if if you if you did those things? And she was like, yeah, you know, I think they would just a matter, you know, hold myself accountable. And so I just and so I just got to thinking, I was like, they're absolutely everybody can everybody can tell you what a bad instructor does or, you know, what an example of a bad instructor is. But nobody ever says that anybody is a bad instructor. And I'm like, well, I'm I'm not saying you should go around saying you suck your shit, you suck, go home, pack it up, but, uh-huh. I but I feel like there's a there, there's a, it's really easy. Let's see, I don't what we got, thirteen or I don't know twelve or thirteen programs, maybe twenty one. Um, are uh, most of them are really easy to be good at, but very few of them are easy to be great at, and a few of them are damn near and it is very difficult to be great at. I think it is it's easy to be good at pump, kind of be middle of the road, coach the workout okay, cool, but those subtle things that you do like pump is so st- pump is so static. It you, it it's yeah. it is very hard to be great at pump. It is very I'd, I'd, hard I'd, because I'd, you can't like you there's there's just there's like you, you can't use your body as much like it's literally you can't, your
1: voice. You can't hide behind Explosive movement, yeah, like exactly. You can, like you, can, like
2: you can can't jump, y- y- exactly, you can't hide behind like intense knees or like tucked jumps. Like it's, it's how real, can you it's teach it's a, a
1: stand? School? I've always said that pumps probably the hardest program to, to teach really well. I really it's think it's, it is. You I are you are standing in your own space and you've got to deliver that workout and and, and you know yeah. you're, you're reasonably static exactly.
2: You know. And it's not like I'm gonna say you've
1: got to be comfortable in your own skin to yeah. teach that program well. Otherwise, yeah, you look you just look
2: like right and like, like I headlock. I mean I say. So I'm not gonna say things that are profoundly different than what than than what Susan would say or what you would say or what Deborah down the street would say. But my class is gonna be different enough to where if I would like to think if somebody had to pick, they they pick A over B. And I just don't know, like do you think I'm interested to know, Susan, do you think it is do you think it can be learned or do you th- do you think it that X factor? You think that can be learned or taught, or do you think it's something that that some people just have, and it's just molded for body pump? Like if you weren't doing pump, if you if you hadn't been doing Les Mills, you would have been doing something else because you have that it. Like when you walk into a room, or when you first start speaking, or when uh when you popped up on the screen, like there is something different about your presence, about your aura. Same thing about aligning. Like same thing about when you think about those big personalities amid Thomas or Michelle Bridges, like you think about these people you have come across who've just been different. Like I'm just, I, I'm, I'm just convinced that there is, I don't, th- I don't think it can be taught. I, I really don't. I, I, I think there's, a, I think you can get close, but I think that that last little bit is probably like a very important part of it, and I just, I, I'm not sure if you can teach that. I don't know.
3: I don't think you can teach it either because I think the part that you're talking about is authenticity. Right. And who you really are. I mean, I came into the pump world and all of the female role models prior to me were these really hard-out, lean, muscly bitches. (laughs) And so, you know, let's get old average, you know, Standard body fat, whatever, up here on stage. <laughs>
1: Fucking the last thing you are is average woman. <laughs> Jesus, here well, we go.
3: No, but I, I mean, know what so you're
1: saying, though. It was a different, it was a much respected. different look. Pump, the, the pump had a real specific look. It was it like
3: very, it was almost like a fitness bodybuilder.
1: competitor, bodybuilder type.
3: Yeah, no 100%. Way. And so they wanted to try something different, a little more um, attainable, right? A look that was more attainable. Right. And one of the very few, probably the only compliment ever, because he never really gave a compliment, but what he did say to me was, the reason you're such a good pump instructor is because, one, physically, you you look attainable. Right. And aspirational. But he said, the thing I didn't pick about you was your personality. Right. He said, I had no idea that that was coming, you know, because they wanted a certain look. Right. I and mean, I guess back in those days, I had space to bring my personality. Yeah. Um, I had to find my pump personality, which was very different to right. uh, a body step personality, You yeah. know, which was probably more aligned to what I naturally am, crazy cow, you know, shaky, shaky, hip, hip, whatever. Um, but I had to learn how to dial the strings up of my personality and pump. Right. And what sits underneath all of that is my my musical skills. Yeah. So I was I was brought up. My mother was a singer in a band. She was a, a stage uh, performer. You know, we always had music and we always right. had um, drama at home. You know, I was always putting on shows and I was always getting dressed up and we always had music and there was always songs. And I think that allowed me in this very static space to tap into how am I not going to fuck this song up?
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you, you kind of hit the nail on the head there with musicality. Yeah. yeah, that's that's it's a big piece that a lot of people huge if they don't piece. have a huge if they don't have a a grounding in music somehow whether we're like if, you know i I grew up in a household where there's always music the The old man was always playing Bob Marley on a Friday night you know there was oh we are frozen up we, we, we haven't lost it, have we uh, no no i'm here okay I got yeah, yeah, yeah. we just got a, a still shot of you <laughs> uh yeah and and I was always musical you you were always musical you're in a you know you had, you had your group in uh in college right Yeah. Uh, so that grant that, that ability to connect have a deeper connection with music. That's you see that some people just don't have it, right? They yeah, just they exactly. don't they have to work at interpreting the music, whereas sometimes you know for a lot of people that that do that maybe go to that whatever that next level is with group fitness, it's they have a real feel for music yeah. that some other people don't.
2: Yeah, and I I think it's uh I think the thing yeah. is, is you you can still hear us, right, Susan?
3: I can. I'm okay. here.
2: Um, yeah, I think that what what you talked about. So Susan talked about authenticity. Y'all talked about musicality. It's just when uh, it's it's not that it's not that people can't get it or that they don't have it, but it's just two very important things that you don't nec- You don't have to think about as much when you're on stage, or you don't have yeah. to think about as much when you when you're learning. And so you can, the more space you can free up because you because you 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 not because you're incredibly musical and so you know and so you know what the song's going to do and so you can learn the choreo easier and you're not thinking about how I want to connect or how I want to perform because you're going to be authentically you up on the stage. The more space you can free up, the more present you can be and the, the, the wow I think in a lot of the uh, what makes things special is the spontaneity yeah. and so when you're on stage and you do something different or you, or, you, or you wink at somebody or you smile at this time or you use the music this way um, or you let this silence come because you knew the song is about to do this. You can feel those things, and that's why it seems like it, it can't be taught because I'm thinking about a thousand things that somebody else isn't thinking about because they're thinking about the timing, and they're thinking about, okay, well, now I want to connect right now, and I want to think about, you know what I'm saying? Like well, so that, that's, why,
1: that's that why, I mean, group fitness is actually quite quite quite
2: difficult. It is as, as if, as like you, you think
1: you, you know, you, you always look at someone that does something well and think, oh, they they make it look, look easy. So yeah. it, so they think it's easy, right. Right? And, it's not, and not until they try it, then they've realized, okay. So with group fitness, there's so many, ele- you know, we talk about the elements, but mastering all those elements comes a lot from your your not. We're talk, I said, grounding a music, but grounding a movement. Yeah. You're, if you come from an athletic background yep. that yeah. you have more connection, to, you know, you're more kinesthetic, you have more connection to your body, you're able yeah. to move your body, and that's one less thing you have to really focus on after you've ingrained a, pa- a movement pattern. Whereas if someone yeah. doesn't come from a, a, a sporting athletic background and they're not they're not that coordinated, that's something they're always having to focus on all the yeah. time when they're, when they're doing group fitness. Exactly. And so that's one that takes away your focus from other things. That, so it's just having that, uh, that ability. Balance and that, that mastery in those all those areas, right? And remembering your choreography and laying. There's a lot of shit going on, right? yeah. Uh-huh. And to be able to do it all, and then and and then react to what's going on in front of you, be present in the room, and then put all your bullshit on top of that. You know, <laughs> all so the bullshit, uh, all the bullshit. Then, that shit oh, on. <laughs> there's plenty of that. <laughs> no, there's no, sh- there's, I'm never not gonna run out of bullshit anytime soon. Not even close. You're right. plenty in the tank.
2: I think it's. uh <laughs> You, um, it's, I, I, I wish I wish you could, I'll, I, it'd be, I, th- I think it'd be too scary for, because obviously, like, we're just, at, at this point, you know, you're kind of talking about people who are, who've been teaching for a little while, who are trying to go to the next level, or who want to be a presenter, or a trainer, or something like that, or we're talking about people who are filming, and when you really, when you, if you really wanted to, um, if you just really wanted to explain and dissect what goes into it, like I was I was talking to my friend earlier today and she said that there's this one time in class and we were doing I can't remember what track it was, but I just I made eye contact with her and I just and I just brought my shoulders back and lifted my chest. And then that and for her, she was like she was like, I remember it so specific because it was so subtle. And you literally just moved your shoulders up, back and down, made eye contact with me, and I did it. And then you just and then you smiled and we and we kept on going. Like it's like these these subtle things that there are hundreds of things you do in every track. Every track, I'm scanning every face in the room. I'm looking that's to see, okay, what is the, okay, what does that person need? Is that person looking at the mirror? Is that person looking at me? Is that person what does that person that need to hear? What does that person need to feel? Like all these things that it's it's such a psychological process. Well that's the
1: next level for people that yeah. like that are that are. And you see a lot of, there's, n- there's I don't know what you think about this, Susan, because you, you, you're dealing with a lot of instructors, so you'll probably have a you bit of an idea on numbers, but I very rarely see, even some of the best so-called presenters, are they, I very rarely see people 100% present with what's going on in front of them in the room. Right. Yeah. They're up there, they're teaching the choreography, they're being funny, they're doing this, they're athletic and all that, but. Very you know uh,
3: was it's, it, uh. it's like any athlete or artist or musician you okay so the first thing that comes up for me is how did I get good one I had some fundamental talent but two I took upon feedback I took on mm. feedback every 12 weeks right tense feedback yep. And it made me gear shift and I'd be like, fuck, this feels uncomfortable. I don't naturally want to do that. It's like I've got my G-string on inside out or back to front. <laughs> but I did Been it a couple before. of times and then I put Susan Spice on it yeah. and I'm like, okay.
1: And you're right. more comfortable with it then you sell it right. as your own.
3: So then you tuck it in as, as, a, as a teacher, tuck that in your back pocket Roll the clock forward eight years and you're able to stand in front of it. I was able to stand in front of a room of 2000 people. I could see when someone winked or blinked, you know, I got so good at my visual presence around. I could tell when someone's timing wasn't off, boom, cue, timing, cue. I could see if someone had their shoulders forward, you know, cue shoulder alignment, you know, I could feel when the room was flat, fucking roll the magic up big time. Get everyone into the room. Get everyone into the song. Um, I think it's almost like you develop into a Mary Poppins, where right. you know you have this bag of tricks, and if you're one hundred percent present and you know your craft, that's what you say, Marlon. You have space, and you go, "What does the room need from me right now?" Right. And do I need get, to kick some asses out there? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. kick some asses out there. And you got more.
1: Yeah. It's like yeah. anyone that's good at anything, they look like they have more time to do shit. Right. <laughs> they, they, they look like they they're they 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 just have more ability to
2: time. Just it's just like sports, bro. It's 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 just like sports. Like when just you get sports. when you get good at your craft, the I've, I think I said this to you before. The biggest difference between Division three two one football NFL is the speed of the game and the people who play division 1 the only difference is they can play faster because the game is slower for them from the from the mm. from the college football to NFL the difference is you the the game speeds up Pe- people are still fast people are fast in college people are strong in college people are smart but you play the game faster and everything mm. i've ever Everything I've done in my life, sport, whatever it is, less Mills, I became better when I was able to slow the game down, to slow the track down, and that allows you to, like, wow, I have plenty of time to say this. I have plenty of time to do this, and it's just like, I I wrote them down. Susan talked about, like, visual awareness and presence, self-assessment and feedback. That self-assessment, like, that, I'm, I'm completely aware that I'm in an advantage, I'm in an in a position where I get feedback and self-assessment every 12 weeks and I get it from the program directors and the program coaches for, for for less meals. And if anything else, they, they, they have more experience and more time on camera and on stage than, than than anyone else. So I'm getting that regularly, but it's not just the feedback and the coaching. It's also, like you said, it's the self-assessment. And Susan said, taking it on and it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. But doing that to a point where it, com- it becomes comfortable and then you're able to put it in your back pocket. So, like, oh. there are people who are just, you just go about your day and you don't, nobody wants to get any feedback and nobody wants to, you do not want to go into that video session because okay. you don't want to see yourself on <coughs> there, but that shit makes well, a huge that, difference. Yeah,
1: that's what that's will stop you progressing anywhere. If you know, yep. I, I remember from the first day I started teaching a long time ago. I, we talked about it before. I was lucky enough to be at Les Mills Dunedin, so had a, a had a wealth of resources around, a uh, human resource around me, and you know everyone was always looking at other people's classes. Like the D man would yep. be stick his head in the back room. So if I saw him stick his head in my class at the back, straight afterwards I go to, Hey, did you what? Did you see anything I could do better? Is there anything got any feedback for me? I, you just I was always searching for it, right? Because that's what I knew that, that's how I would grow. That's how I become better. And you, yep. some people run away from it, and if they, if that's if if they do, they're not they're, they're not going to grow, because yeah. it's like you can't. That's what you need, you know. So uh, people are so I, lucky to teach I, at Les Mills I, Auckland because they you have those resources around all the time.
3: Yep. Yep. Um, the internal desire to get better has to have a conversation with your ego
1: yep <laughs> yes you gotta hit and Yeah, exactly
3: though, and that has to be a friendly conversation and you know you, you and gotta I, show
1: humility right you gotta be humble and and, and
3: yeah and, it, and sometimes that doesn't that goes against your internal driver which is like nah fuck off i'm fucking awesome
2: <laughs> right what right? is the uh, as uh, as you so for for, for people in the in the US I'm sure the majority of majority of you if you listen to this one are probably um, at, at, at the very least familiar with Les Mills and so but in the in the. US group fitness is a lot different fitness is a lot different health and wellness is a lot different in the. US meaning it's ipso facto there's a lot less of it in the US as compared to other places you know I mean depending on the region but like when you so Les Mills Auckland City is is the, is, is the flagship gym. And they have these two amazing group fitness studios. So if you're in the U.S. and you teach at a dilapidated, rundown YMCA with you know four and a half body pump sets and some and some and some Jane Fonda step aerobics things, it's 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 very hard to to understand the
1: the me and Tully trained a lot of those people back in the the, YMCA's.
2: Yeah, yeah, that year. The, the master that that is this gym. So, Susan is the GFM at Les Mills, Auckland City. Susan, how many instructors do you have, like, pre-all of this? How many instructors do you have on the timetable?
3: I have, um, and I, I'm not the only GFM there now because right. we opened, we now are a six-studio club. Jesus. <laughs> um, we have, pre-lockdown, uh, we had about 364 classes <laughs> on the timetable.
2: Three hundred and sixty-four classes. God damn. A hundred right? classes is a bi- is um, a big timetable. Three
3: hundred. Which is why I love wine. You're <laughs> um, wait a second. Three hundred
2: sixty-four classes a month.
3: A week. A week.
2: <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel.
3: Some of those are virtual. I couldn't give you a complete breakdown. I feel like about. Six Somewhere between fifteen to twenty percent of those are virtual, so non-live classes. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have a team. I think all up, it's 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 a kind of a grey area because we have five Leeds Mills clubs in Auckland City, and our instructors teach across a few of them. Yeah. So I think when I do the the wages every fortnight, um, I'm processing about a hundred and twenty-five. And voices, right? Yeah,
2: man. I think we had I think we had twenty instructors at, at my gym, uh, and I think we had I think we had thirty six or maybe like forty classes a week when I was teaching in just, Augusta. Just ten times more than that. Just uh, and, and and so because you come across so many instructors, like because you know so many people are coming, so many people are going, different levels of experience, different tenures. Yeah. What to 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 newer instructors what do you find just what what do you find is the most common like the most common advice you're giving or the most common tips or um coaching you're giving new instructors
3: for the newer ones um what i've noticed about the newer ones is that they they have a a dialogue and a conversation that is fresh for me right you know um and whether they're getting that on DVDs or whether they're just coming up with their own shit, I don't know because I'm not across all twenty programs. Mm-hmm. Um, the the push or the lean into that I ha- have with most of the newer instructors are, you don't have to get it right. 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 If you forget to say brace your abs, you know, in all of the international gigs I've done, all of the traveling and dvds and all of that not one instructor has ever said thank you for reminding me to align my knee with my toes
1: <laughs> you... i've made i've made a point in the last couple of years of never saying brace your abs i fucking yeah. hate i fucking hate that cue <laughs> what about
3: your posterior chain
1: <laughs> you... <laughs> i, I, might, I might, have, might have talked about
2: the posterior chain a little bit You. <laughs> 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 you're so right you're 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 so right
3: but there had to be some intelligence that came into the program and and no disrespect alani you know we were allowed to just say it as it was and it probably needed i i think about instructing like a pendulum right so you know back in my day it was workout workout it's all about the workouts all about the burn the feel the feel burn it more fucking harder we do eight in a row now whatever get off your knees when we do push-ups. And then we swung back the other way and we're like, no, there needs to be some clarity around what we're coaching and when. So the right. pendulum went, coach, coach, coach. And mm. I think that's what we've seen over the last five years. are The instructors are seeing this, this coaching model,
2: mm-hmm.
3: but it's kind of absorbing their entire space.
2: Yeah, it is.
3: And 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 they're not allowing themselves or giving themselves permission to just just stand up in front of the class and go. What is it, you know? What is it that's going to bring me into this room right now? They're so worried about the script that they have to deliver and when they're going to say what, and you know, is it what I've been taught to say? And so I've and do you know what? Weirdly during this um, lockdown is I've told my instructors to just layer one, layer two, layer three, just, just softly park that to the side. Don't not do it. Cause otherwise you'll have a room full of, it will look like grit or tone, <laughs> right? Just slowly park that to the side. Start with connection. Yeah. Start there, connect to people in the room. And you know, we used to have it handed to us on a plate back in the olden days. You know, you got some, you got 10 things you need to do talk to people before and after class, make sure you know the names of the people in the room, you know, make eye eye contact. Right. Um, You know, there's a, there was a checklist of things that were tips around. So what is connection? And I think for the younger ones, it's understanding that yes, coaching is important. It's intelligent. It's safe. Mm -hmm. And if you want to fucking teach a banger,
1: Here's what you're going to need to do. Right. Well, that, that, you, you've hit the nail on the head there. That's always, that's what I've always thought is going to be the competitive advantage for people teaching live classes to now that they're, te- they're, they're going yeah. against the virtual because you're not going to get much better coaching than a, than a oh, virtual class because everything's been designed around delivering that. Right. Whereas there's no point, there's no point, that that's why uh, I was saying, it's so important to be 100% present and connect with people in the room and see what's going on and and talk to talk to people, not at them, when yeah. you're teaching a class because so many people in the live class still just present. Yeah, yep. they don't, they don't, they don't involve what the people that are in front of them, and exactly. that's that's yeah. You know, if anyone's, you know probably going to be harder coming out there because especially in New Zealand you guys had you had your classes on Les Mills classes that were on TV, free to air TV and no, yeah. one, no one else had anything else to do but watch that shit so it's like if they go to a gym and go see an average instructor who's not really paying attention and go fuck I could do that at home I'll go and do that that, 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 that home workout it was much better than this right so yeah the, that connection and that and that and that that huge and this, this is what people will be craving right now Coming back yeah. out of out of st- stuck in their little caves is that that h- interaction where yeah. you actually feel like someone notices you and you yeah. know, you know and, and 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 is looking at you so yeah that's that's yeah. I think the one of the biggest biggest things you said before Tolly was that feeling having that permission and so and some of the best instructors just don't ask for permission right they just go and they they yep. do what they know it feels right and feels yep. good spin move europe and you're yep. <laughs> 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 oh shit. did you hear did you hear about his uh spin move in the last uh, last <laughs> filming in <laughs> sydney in the Biseer track <laughs> he oh God. It got did
3: cut he out threat threat got,
2: he got in trouble he got cut out he got cut out <laughs> <laughs> I put that shit in there. I said I was gonna do it. But I said I was gonna do it. And then you know, Don't
3: make me teach the rest of the fucking track.
2: You know,
1: there's there's certain things, there's certain things you, if you're worried about shit all the time, you're not gonna do things that will make it make a difference. And uh, there's there's that one thing. When I think about that, it's like if you know something is is right, and it's right for you, and you're not gonna hurt anybody, and you think that it'll have a have an impact, then fucking do it. Yeah, because mm. I remember that last video, and this may be my, my, one of the reasons it was my last video um, for 69. <laughs> we had that, you know, you get your coaching, do this and do that. So uh, I had one squats of the things.
3: Squats chest, I remember.
1: Squat, yeah. And, but the, and um, one of the things we always used to do was progress our, our our squats. So it was like work the range, work a bit deeper into the range. And the thing at that time was like, no, we're just teaching the range it from uh, in squats at the moment, or in anything at the moment, I went, okay, as like so there's a section where oh. you say, so we remember that Susan, we used to do like four sets of eight and then the next four sets of eight yeah. a little bit deeper, and yeah. so that was one of my cues, and there's two reasons for that: one, the yeah. first set you build in and then you go deeper, you go deeper and you right. uh, you know you just it it feels good to actually do that, yeah, the other thing is that what do people in in classes Normally do, in in the squat range, they they usually go too short. Yeah, they don't go so. Very rarely do you see anyone going too deep. Right, there's usually little short, yep. shitty ones. Right. So put the
3: effort and functional.
1: you yeah. so <laughs> having that, putting that cue in there, go a little bit deeper would always always encourage people to get a bit more range out of their squats, which they needed. Yeah. So I remember getting that feedback and sitting down. And I t- I, was, I said in one breath before. I always just ask for feedback, and I still do. But if the feedback, I don't believe in the feedback, I'll see, oh, is it going to work for me? And then if it doesn't, I'll, dis- I'll disregard it. Right. So that happened early on. And then, then I was teaching the squad track and I said, I'd go a bit deeper. Feedback was, we're not doing that anymore. Just, okay. So for the rest of the practice classes, I didn't say that. And then in filming, <laughs> 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 I brought her back out. And, Sue and Tolly knew, well, she didn't know that she knew what well the feedback I'd got was. And then when I said deeper, uh, you just see Susan in the background going, Because <laughs> it was like, No, I, kno- I know. I know this works. I know it works better this way. I've done it enough time. I know. know because I, I tried it. I was like, Nah, it works better the way I was going to do it. So I'm fucking doing right. it. <laughs> and that was the last you story of Old Stormy. <laughs> hey. We'll
3: be seeing a lot
1: more oh, no, it just, You took the words right out of my mouth. So <laughs> Sweeney, the amount of times he, he gave people the kiss of death, you was know, someone would come on and they'd do a good job. Mike is up there and, and lot, li- you know, uh, on video, I'm so gonna see a lot more of this guy. <laughs> Never to be seen again. <laughs> Cute crickets. <laughs> the crickets, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Got got Tolly the producer in the background now. You push <laughs> that fucking button. Push it. Oh, <laughs> uh, so. I mm. was, you know, you'd be f- you'd be freaking out if McSweeney ever said that to you when you're teaching on, when your you TV on stage. you going to be seeing a lot more of this girl. <laughs> <laughs> shit! Um, the kiss of death. Fuck it. <laughs>
3: I'm done. Why do you why do you think I started putting the weights away so he could never put his hand on my shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> he, like, I, I'm going to put all the weights away now so you don't get. I'll leave
1: you, I'll leave you to do the outro, Mac. I'm going uh, <laughs> to. <laughs> what
3: trick am I teaching this release? Oh,
2: <laughs> <you'd be all> shit. <laughs> Well, uh, so Alana, you said you, you said something, and Susan, you said the same thing. Um, maybe this will be our this this will be our this would be a good point to go out on. But uh, from from both of you, what do you think? Okay, so we talked about sounds like so it's gonna be a hot question then. I'm not <laughs> During the first two years of the Israeli-Palestine <laughs> conflict, no, <laughs> I'm kidding. So I actually have the answer to this question. <laughs> <laughs> So we talked about musicality, we talked about authenticity, we talked about presence, we talked about willing, we talked about feedback, self-awareness, humility. Um Alani and Susan both of you touched on working your like yourself and working yourself into the program and dialing up and down the strings of your personality like wh- and taking what works for you, what doesn't work for you. So it's a really good analysis, bro. What wh- what is your wh- what is your opinion on so, so the, the manual, up until um, um, it really needs to be updated for initial trainings, I, I think it has been, but like it, for, for Body Pump, if I, I, can rem- I can remember, it would say 70% essence of the program, 30% you. And I've always told people that I flip mine, and I do seventy percent me, and then I make sure I'm grounded in the program. There must, so uh, must be a new manual. I've never heard of it. So, <laughs> so, so it's so the like advanced instructor. You oh, know. that's w- yeah, no, that's that, right. Yeah, that's, w-
1: that's why because I haven't got to that stage. So,
2: <laughs> so, what is your? Oh yeah, it has been updated. Duh. So, what is what? What's your opinion on? Because people people listen to this, and we'll give them these little takeaway points, and they'll say, okay, cool, but how much of it should be? How much of it should be me? How much of it should be this? Like, how much is. Because you get people who kind of swing the pendulum all the way and they're not doing anything body pump at all and it, it doesn't quite feel right. And you got people who swing it too far one way and it's too robotic. So, like, what do you think is. Is, is it something that you just have to feel? Or is it something that the. Is, do you have like a general rule of thumb when you consider considering, like. You talked about a different Susan for step versus a different Susan for pump. I know I teach combat differently than I teach pump. Alani yeah, sure. teaches combat differently than he teaches pump, you know, and tone. You know, I teach very, you know, dominant and ultimately an alpha, you know, and, you know, it. it I, I try and dial certain things up or even the way I teach body flow or body balance. I teach it a different way than somebody else would. Mm-hmm. trying to dial up certain things. So what's, what's, your, what's your rule of thumb on that? If you have one,
3: you or me, Alani, you go. I think it's a feel. Right. Like, I can tell if I, like, generally for me by the bicep track is when I start to release the reins a little bit. Right. And I fucking hate biceps. So I, I, that's my time when I'm probably my most uncomfortable because I don't like training biceps for that long, right? right? Um, generally bicep tracks are real quirky and, and that's when I can sort of tap into my personality, but I know when I've gone too far, I feel like I lose the room. Right. I can feel the athletes in the room getting uncomfortable with, I don't fucking care that you drive a Cougar and Kumu and, you know, right. I'm talking about, <laughs> What I'm wearing or I've gone left side, whatever it is on the day. I'm talking yeah. about my big Saturday morning class, and and I can feel the energy in the room shift from we're in a workout to we're in a fucking comedy club. Right. And so then I pull that piano string right back. Yep. And I kick some ass on the biceps. Yeah. And so by lunges, I've kind of got another balance again. So it is a feel. Now I don't know if that's a, a, something that I was born with or something that I just got really good at.
2: Right. I think it's a. I, th- I think it's a I I I honestly think it's a combination of both. I think it's a number one, a self awareness thing. Mm-hmm. Um. But number two, it's it's understanding that balance of teaching the workout and 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 bringing in an authenticity. So I, I think that's something that. Yeah, I think it's something that can be learned, but I think your ability to recognize it is something that came from that comes from your self-awareness. Like I th- I think I think the people that are the best at this are the people who have a lot of self-awareness. And I think self-awareness is yes, it's something you can teach, but I think more often than not it's something that you that you have because you also have you also have humility. And I don't care how good somebody has been the ones that don't have that humility don't last long. The ones that's that right. don't have that humility, they, they, they crash and burn. So you can say, well, this person was really good and blah, blah, blah. But then you say, yeah, it was, but they, they, but they, they, they always crash because they don't have that humility. So I think it's, yeah, I think that's a combination of both. What about you, Alani? What's your,
1: th- general for, you know, mm-hmm. when, when I teach pump, I, I have so if, if anyone's ever out there that has done disk profiling, you know the DIS mm. the DISC profiling, capital D. D. Yeah. <laughs> my 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 profile actually comes out quite flat, which to me I've always thought is a benefit because I can I have the ability to switch in and out of different. That's just you know I'm a old. <laughs> I've been around so long I've accessed all those different personality <laughs> types but for for pump i always try to sit more in d than anything else yeah but i'm always gonna you know i talk a lot of shit so i'm always gonna let that come out to a point where the, you know that resonated with me what susan said because you know you get to a point and you look out there and go fuck i've, I've talked too much shit. I'm do- yeah you know, i'm the, the, I'm getting the eyes ro- the eye rolls because it's that's too much right and you've the track everything you do and that goes back to kind of like what we said about getting coaching from mac everything has, has got to be directed to the workout and not detracting from the workout right yep. so the thing that works best for pump is to sit in more of a directing uh, a, a more of a, a an alpha type personality when you when you teach because floor general you, you want people to to work hard and move and follow you and that's going and for 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 an alpha type program like pump that's the best place to sit but allow your still allow your personality to come out but have have uh, susan i think you said talked about the reins having the reins on so you don't yeah end up it in, doesn't end up being a comic a, a comedy act yep. yeah yeah uh, and just i think people get away with you know t- people can be really good instructors and great instructors sometimes from having yes authenticity some people can fucking fake it really well right yeah, you know, yeah, like you absolutely. either be a real person or a bloody good actor or a con a con con man or con woman because yeah, if, if you can cuz i've seen a lot of people up there go man they they look like and when you when they teach, it's like wow, they're so involved with everybody. But yeah. as a person, they're an asshole. <laughs> right. They don't care yeah, about they definitely. don't care about yeah, anybody. Yeah, yeah, you so two, can. So yeah. I'm
3: you gonna can. tell McSweeney <laughs> you said
1: that about him. <laughs> 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 he, he let everyone know he's an asshole. <laughs> 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 Remember of the, in America? Oh no, I won't. I'm
3: Sorry. Finish your point. Go
1: there. on, tell the story. Tell the story. Uh, be, put, oh my you god! Could do no, another hour stuff. of stories.
3: We got, uh, we went in 2005, we, a bunch of Kiwis, Aussies went and, and re-established Les Mills in America. Mm-hmm. And we did this five-week tour around America of uh, quarterly workshops. And of you... course, we brought McSweet and put the big, big guy over. Um, yeah, we all did the hard
1: yards and he came over and took all the glory.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened and honestly i said to i said to someone the other day it was like we just let him teach the whole release because one we didn't all want to rehear how shit we were at teaching
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and two we didn't want to spend the fucking entire tour arguing over who was teaching the cool down because that's all you'd get <laughs> <laughs> so it was like fuck let the fucking man... That's
1: why we needed Threxton on today. He can tell us how to teach the fucking cool deal.
3: <laughs> and put on the fake tan. I used to call him, like, um, what was it? Nemo.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that guy turned up to 69, remember? And we walked into the room, and I looked at Alani. I looked at... I was like... It was like fucking Neapolitan ice cream in here.
1: <laughs> oh, man. like. He took it so well, <laughs> though. We were like, uh, it was the other thing is, well, you know, <laughs> just take the. P- they, so this is one of the things that was so great about that era. Everyone's taking the piss out of each other. No one's taking yeah. themselves too serious. Well, the couple of people. Too yeah, so. not too serious. But it's like you, and you, you were there with all your friends. So it's like I remember '69. Susan's going giving him shit about his tan, and I'm saying, jeez, uh, you think you would have gotten in shape before you turned up for this fucking filming.
0: It's
1: just a free-for-all. And one of the things that uh, McSweeney used to do back in the day was like, you know, you, you know how anxious you are teaching and all that kind of shit. He'd yeah. play a practical joke. Uh, the, the first thing for, uh, especially rookies, if it's first time there, he'd hide your shoes. Right. So you're about to go on stage, and everyone's so shit scared of him, that They would not admit that he, they didn't know where their shoes were, and he's because he's, he's he's fucking he's fucking hidden them. That's why. And so someone would be standing there in their socks. Lenny was the biggest one they got, wasn't he? Oh, uh,
3: no, Lenny, uh, Lenny and Tommy.
1: No, you got Tommy with the eyeshadow. Oh yeah, that's
3: right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to do part. We're gonna have to do part two, part two of, of, of stories on the road and filmings. Yeah. But but it's like, yeah, some so. I think in some respects that actually kind of helped a lot of people because they got out of their own. They was too. They wouldn't be. They'd be so concerned about where their shoes were. Right. They're not freaking. They fucking go off. I'm gonna, where's my? They're
0: show? not worrying about <laughs> the
1: choreography. They're not worrying they're about, about all the stuff that's going to happen apart from that. So, <laughs> oh man. But you know, one thing that I wanted to say though, because when Marlon said we're going to talk about what makes a, what makes a great instructor. And I thought about a number of different things: authenticity and, and the physicality, blah blah blah. And uh, one of one of the biggest things that I thought is that people are gonna want to fuck you.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> I know that's mm. raw, but, but you gotta be a sexy. There, there's gotta be a se- there's gotta be some sort of sex appeal to to someone up on stage, for, for them yeah. to be to be great. At. And uh, th- that that kind of sounds kind of primitive.
3: But well, you are.
1: But well, yeah, well. Primal, primitive. But I remember, and t- I've never told Tolly this. Uh, this is when, uh, before I even knew Susan, and I'd gone up to Auckland for something, and we went in class, and I saw her teach, and I go, Here we come. Fuck, I'd hit that. And when I knew
0: Susan. Oh, when I knew Susan,
1: I was thinking. And then I <laughs> fucked her. <and> then, <laughs> no, not my no. sister. Not my sister. Never <laughs> not my sister, never Susan. Happened. She wanted me to, but I said, I said, I said no. <laughs> no no <laughs> uh, r- is
3: that
1: what fuck off alani <laughs> <laughs> i said oh you know our friendship's too much too special for that <laughs> kind of thing to go on but you know like you think about i uh, and i remember also just talking to that point uh, someone came over to australia and they'd just been to new zealand as this chick came up after class and she's st- i can't remember what she said uh, wh- wh- what class it was but she goes I've just done a pump class in Auckland and it was like there was a bunch of Armani models up there and, <laughs> it, and I went oh, I guarantee they were doing a f- practice class and it would have been Steve, Pete Pump McSweeney Body Pump 69 <laughs> yeah, it was long, bu- long before that but you know it was like because that's how it was sold around. you know they had, right. these, they had the, some really good looking bastards and guys and girls going around selling the program yeah. because
2: sex sells Right. I well, think, I uh, think
3: the softer side of that is charisma.
2: I like that. Yeah. Charisma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I yeah, think the more agreed. accessible
3: emotion, just because you're a hot blooded Tongan, like the more accessible emotion around that is charismatic. Yeah, like, but that's
1: attractive. They've got to be a physically, sexually attractive in some way. That's probably <laughs> what I'm.
3: Get out of the gutter. You're a hot mess Friday <laughs>
1: night. It's Friday night.
2: <laughs> 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 Me and Alani want to paint the town red. Oh uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> it's, like, it's like, that's <laughs> like the first time I saw Marlon teach. He's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> looking, men finding them jeans.
2: <laughs> I think, I, th- I, th- I think it's, I think it's something that uh, that people would like, like, w- like w- w- when you're talking about being at the top, when you're talking about being great, when you're talking about that it factor. That is absolutely something that that plays into it. It's something that if you think about all of them, there's. There's so, There's something. There's there's some type of universal attraction. I do. I, I absolutely agree with that. I also agree with Susan that they're they're the the best ones. You have to be there. There has to be some some charisma, and that and that charisma is a combination of social intelligence, emotional intelligence, awareness, humility. It's um, connection. That intense, extreme presence. I think that's. I think that stuff is where. Is where charisma comes from, and un- you, you can teach, quote unquote, teach charisma, but it takes a, but it takes a lot of practice, and it, it, it honestly, it becomes like it becomes acting, you know. If you have to kind of, you know, turn the charisma on, you know, there are people who are just. It's actually a really, really, really good way to to uh, to uh to kind of characterize it or explain it. It's just there's, there's this there's this charisma about people that that are that are really good at these programs, that are really good up on the stage, or something that makes them accessible, that makes you want to learn from them, that makes you want to you kind of get... Well, yeah, well, well, well you t- have
1: t- 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 talent is attractive, right? Yeah. Talent is sexy as shit. Yeah. If someone's talented at something, that makes them uh, uh, more, uh, a more sexier person, in my opinion. <clears throat> I am on I am on one track here, aren't I?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, where you're coming from, Alani, is more like happens in one night, but, like... Charisma happens <laughs> like there's a longevity. Agreed. <laughs> Damn,
1: where's rexton when you need him? Someone to. He's <laughs> lay never the, lay the boot into. He's never been one to Dude. go the distance.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's like, oh, are you there? Oh, well, I'm gonna sleep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, uh, Susan, do, do you do you have do you have any closing? Do you have anything in closing you would like to say at all? First of all, thank you so much for coming on here. We yep. definitely got to do. We're doing th- part th- two. Th- th- this is easy. So we we'll are definitely. This is. This is part two. We'll have at least fifteen parts of, of this Les Mills Oh Stephen. my goodness, so absolutely! there's absolutely no reason why you would not be back on here, and we need to get goddamn Thraxen on here too.
3: Uh, this little
2: bitch ass, check out, punk ass. Me, <laughs> you, did you tell, did you tell did you did you tell him Susan was going to be on? No, I didn't. Oh,
1: I wanted I, to be surprised. surprise. Tolly, I told him not to tell Matt because he probably wouldn't <laughs> have come on then for sure. Go <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking what? Those two? No. Uh, just when I see him, I have this and
3: and. Internal kind of like I need to give this guy shit. You
1: know? <laughs> just, it's because he's cause he's, cause he's so bloody lippy. That's why <laughs> <laughs> the, it's a he, he's the king of the one-liners. Though he was
3: always the guy that
1: that's one thing that I thought when you were saying <clears throat> how you always thought of having your th- thesaurus to try and think about other ways to say things. He he was the, he is the master of that. Yep, so he always he puts so much thought into into. saying things in a different way so it's not not just the same script coming out over and over yeah there you go Maddie. I said something nice about you bro come on come on next week
3: (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna leave with this I'm gonna um shout out to every instructor out there Les Mills instructor um I'm sorry that I ate your lunch at a quarterly workshop (laughs) um I'm sorry if when you asked me, is there anything that I can get you? I said, yes, I need a Gatorade, a Diet Coke, and a water, because I'm not <laughs> sure how this is going to go. <laughs> um, thank you for picking me up from wherever when I was lost and <laughs> probably half pissed.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Ne- next next episode is going to be stories, and we have to t- Susan's going to have to tell the story about in Atlanta when she got lost on the yeah. freeway in her, in her, in her little outfit like a bit of body step outfit wasn't it <laughs> and she ended up rolling into <laughs> yep. a gas station oh shit that's don't insane.
3: tell we'll we'll keep that yeah, one we'll i'm gonna continue my thank yous because the american instructors also um you know would pick me up would look after me seriously the kindest human beings in the world and yep. in the most shittiest rooms right. with sound systems that never worked with group GFDs who were, you know, Mimi from Texas or whatever and <laughs> not not paid anything any money whatsoever, but the passion for what we do and for keeping Les Mills alive in the US. I, I do we do have a special place in our heart, right, Alani? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah we, for
3: sure. we uplifted our lives. We came to the USA in two thousand five. We wanted to drench the market with, with our culture and, and and I think we've done that. And, and you know, Marlon, when I think about someone like you, I can hang my pump bar up. I can hang my boots up and go, this guy's got it. Here's the baton. Go hard, bro. When you get to 51 like me, look back and go, I fucking nailed that shit.
2: <laughs> He's a long way of 51. I, I I think that's one of the... So am I. It's the... Uh, um, I can I, I can I can I tr- can truly say that one of the one of the most important things to me when I f- when I first started when I first started presenting was doing the grace justice. I've I've always said that we stand on the shoulders of giants, and I just like to think about the people who took it to the market. Think about the people who who were, you know, t- you know, I- you know, in shitty ass group fitness rooms before group fitness was a thing. Before before we had. X amount of money dedicated to music licenses before we had smart play, smart bars, like doing demos and malls and shit. And like driving uh, back, you know, podunk back country
0: bullshit. Uh, g-
2: g- <laughs> gyms, like standing shitty, seedy ass hotels, like trying to get this out, like to think about, to, to think about what, what it was then um, to, for you to say that to me, I'm I, I'm good. I, I couldn't care less about what Alani thinks or says. But <laughs> like, but you know, like no no one does. That's all right. No one does. <laughs> I'm taking his class. Um, unfortunately, he uh, he um he um he doesn't know yet. But you'll be seeing a lot more of this guy. Coming
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, that's the perfect perfect <laughs> way to
2: end. Apart from me saying goodbye, Miss Cheryl. I love you guys. Bro, you're a dick. Hey, thank you so much, Susan, for joining us. We really appreciate it. Everybody, that was uh, the Marlani podcast featuring what is it Susan Renata Tully or is it Susan Tully? What what, it Susan Tally what is Susan
3: Tully Renata? Doris Norman.
2: Doris. Yeah, Doris. Just Doris. <laughs> Doris. That ne- was <laughs> it. Next time we'll have Thrax on here so we can get somebody else shit. Really hope Bring you enjoyed you that. We'll holler at y'all.